the day, the time, and the hour. In our second reading, we hear St. Paul tell us, you know the time, the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. The day draws near. There's something sacred about time, which is emphasized by our entering into a sacred time, a sacred season of Advent, preparing for the day of Christ Jesus at Christmas. There's something sacred about time, something that, you know, as much as knowledge and science have improved, time is one of those things we can measure better than anything else with our advanced instruments and technology, and yet we're no closer to really understanding what it is, why it is, why it only flows in one direction, why it happens at all. It still remains a mystery. There's something sacred about time. And especially uh, these three divisions that we talked about in the scriptures, time, hour, and day. Each of those three things have a very particular set of meetings when they're used in the scriptures, and it'd be good for us to sort of flesh them out. The first time. Time here, whenever you see that, it doesn't really express, you know, it is now 6, 12 p.m. afternoon on a Saturday evening in November. Time to a people, ancient people that don't use clocks in such ways Rather means it is time. It's an appropriate time. It is the fullness of time. There's a time to live and a time to die. There's a time for planting. There's a time for harvesting. There's a time for building. There's a time for tearing down. Each and everything happens in its own time, in its own moments. God has a time for everything. And so the point of this Advent season is now is the time. God has made all of creation, each with its moments, to be fulfilled, to find its perfection. And with Jesus coming into the world, it's time for all of us to face that fulfillment. Our own hearts have been longing for this time, have been longing for, with that great desire of all the ages, to be perfectly fulfilled, to be perfectly happy. And now is the time to cast off deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. And the hour, the hour again is not 60 minutes to the ancient world. An hour comes from the word orao, which means to watch. An hour is a period of time that you watch, maybe because you are a soldier standing guard out there in the night, looking for something to happen. An hour is something, someone on a vessel, watching for that light, the lighthouse on the shore, making sure that ship stays safe and gets to its destination, following the light of the stars, perhaps for guidance. An hour is often a unit of time, especially at night, in the darkness, that's why Advent is really sort of a season of darkness. Into that darkness of the world, God has shown his light. And there's another ship in another darkness that I want to approach. It's 
a story of one John Henry Newman, a saint of our church, a famous convert. And the reason I bring him up, it's our gift this year, early Christmas present, is Waiting for Christ. It's a book of reflections, meditations on Advent and Christmas by St. John Henry Newman. And so you can pick one up for yourself, for your family. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a read. John Henry Newman was one of the most, you know, affluent writers in Christian English, which means it's very much Shakespearean in a little sense, but very good, very profound. He has a great story of him on a ship from England to Rome. And that journey wasn't just a physical journey, it was also sort of a spiritual journey because he converted from the Church of England to the Catholic Church. And he's journeying to Rome to study in the seminary, to become a priest, and he feels lost. Like everything he knew and grew up with, somehow it's all failed him. He has no more friends. They've all sort of denounced him. But he's still following that light. And he writes this poem. You have to imagine being on a boat at sea, uh, the sun setting, gloom all around him, feeling spiritually lost as he is lost on the ocean. And he writes this. Lead kindly light amid the encircling gloom. Lead thou me on. The night is dark and I am far from home. Lead thou me on. Keep thou my feet. I do not ask to see the distant scene. One step enough for me. I do not ask to see the distant scene. One step enough for me. John Henry Newman is a great saint of the watch. Watching, not as if God is going to reveal all of his plan to you this Advent. He's going to make everything right. You're going to understand everything about him in this world. But he is going to show you that next step. And that one step will be enough for you. So watch. The hour in scripture is often a time of darkness. It's often the devil who has his hour. And Jesus who calls us to stay awake during that hour, during that moment of darkness, and watch for the light. Because that one light, that one step is going to appear. And to make that one step, that great leap of faith, is the call to every Christian this Advent. And lastly, the day. The day is different from the hour. The hour is for, yes, the evil one, the hour of darkness. The day is for the Lord. The day of the Lord is at hand. The kingdom of God is near to you. The day is at hand. The day. Funny thing in the ancient world, in the mind of our Hebrew brethren, is that the day does not start at midnight. The day starts at evening. And all night long, it is still the beginning of the day. And yet it begins in darkness, begins with that desiring for the dawn to come, that hoping. And then the day emerges with daybreak and the joy and the fulfillment. Uh, so also with Advent, it's a season of darkness, the beginning of this day. And yet comes Christmas. The light shines, the dawn breaks. And we see at last the joy for which we were made. And so turning to another famous convert to St. Augustine, uh, this scripture passage that we read today was actually the passage that made him convert uh, to Christianity, to cast off deeds of darkness, 
put on the armor of light. The day is at hand. So I wanted to give you, again, another word, some more words from St. Augustine. To, To long for that day when Christ will break through into your life. This season of Advent is a season of of desiring, again, in the night, for the inbreaking of the light, the dawn of the day. And so this prayer of St. Augustine uh, very much reflects that that long desire for us uh, to see the light of Christ. St. Augustine says this, Late have I loved you, O beauty ever ancient, ever new. Late have I loved you. You were within me, but I was outside, and it was there that I searched for you. In my unloveliness, I plunged into the lovely things which you created. You were with me, but I was not with you. Created things kept me from you, yet if they had not been in you, they would not have been at all. But you called, you shouted, you broke through my deafness. You flashed, you shone, and you dispelled my blindness. You breathed your fragrance on me. I drew breath and now pant for you. I have tasted you. Now I hunger and thirst for more. You touched me and I burn for your peace. And so this season of Advent, as these two saints have shown us, is really a season of conversion, a season of turning away from the darkness that we're surrounded with and to watch for the light. We maybe are not with God. Maybe our hearts are far from him, but Jesus, Emmanuel, is God with us. He is there in all the created things we chase after, and yet he wants to break through that veil, that darkness, to shine, dispelling our blindness, to destroy our deafness, and to bring us his peace. And so let us pray for conversion of hearts in the season of Advent. And to long for the coming, the long desired of nations, Jesus Christ, our Lord.